Welcome to the Restorative Justice Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Deb Witzel, and I've been facilitating restorative justice processes since 2004. The Restorative Justice Chronicles podcast is a collection of stories from people who've been through RJ processes. I will be interviewing both the people who are victims and survivors of crime, as well as the people responsible for the crime, the people who cause the harm in the crime. And we will be listening to and exploring these stories together as we hear about the experiences of the folks who have been through restorative justice processes together and what happened for them. If you like what you hear, please like us on Facebook at the Restorative Justice Chronicles and follow us on Instagram at the.rjchronicles. In this first episode, I am going to tell you my story so you know a little bit about who I am and why I have chosen to launch the RJ Chronicles. Some of you may not know what restorative justice practices are, so um, I want to take a few minutes before I tell you my story and make sure you understand what restorative justice practices are. There are a wide spectrum of restorative justice practices, and the model that we're going to hear from most often on the podcast is called High Impact Dialogue or High Risk Victim Offender Dialogue, and it's a model that brings together the survivor of a crime and the person responsible for that crime face-to-face in the same space. And the survivor has the chance to ask questions that they've never been able to get the answers to because there's only one person who knows the answers to those questions. And the responsible party, the person who did the crime, is the one who's there to answer those questions. So often in these processes, people get their needs met in a way that they haven't been able to have them met yet. I am going to share my story with you because I really wish that I had had the opportunity to do restorative justice. When I graduated from high school, I flew off the next day to my new life in Dallas, Texas. And as an innocent, naive, young 18-year-old, I thought I was just going to take the world by a storm. And um, I had a next-door neighbor who was very worldly in the apartment complex where I live. And she kind of took me under her wing and um, taught me how to flirt and how to 
um, be a little more outgoing than I was. So one night, um, we'll call her B and I went out to uh, dance and have some drinks. And um, she double dog dared me to go pick somebody to dance with and give my phone number to. So I picked out a white man who was older than me and was dancing well. And I went to ask him to dance. He took me up, which was a surprise in and of itself. I gave him my phone number at the end of the night, as I was dared to do. And I was shocked when he called the next day. And in my innocence, I thought that our date would be a getting to know you kind of thing. And it wasn't. He showed up with a bottle of wine, which I also thought was very nice. And it wasn't. That night, I had my first sexual experience, which was sexual assault. And it was a truly horrific experience for me. And I never had the opportunity to ask that man why, to understand if he really knew what he was doing and chose to do that. And I never had a chance to tell him how it felt to be the victim of his rape. And I really, really had to work hard to overcome the pain and the trauma of that experience. If I had had a restorative justice process with him, I know that it would have transformed the pain that I carry with me, even today. I've worked really hard over the decades of my life to heal my experience and get to a place where I could share it with you. I know that if I had had the opportunity to have a restorative justice process with that man, my healing would have happened a lot sooner. I want to tell you about coming to restorative justice as a career. It was 20 years after the sexual assault that I met Dr. Beverly Title, who was a pioneer in restorative justice practices in Colorado and became my mentor in this work. Beverly and I met at a healing circle for a friend of ours who was having open heart surgery, and we were just talking about what we were doing in the world, and she told me what she did, this restorative justice thing, and I said, I want to do that. that. That's it. We, that's the thing I want to do with my life. And at the time... My mother was in the 
final stages of her terminal cancer. So I was at home in Texas taking care of her and I had the job interview over the phone, which for those of you who are newer to this world, um, we didn't have Zoom or those virtual technologies at that time. And, um, and I said, you know, I would really love to take this job, but my mom is dying and I'm staying here until that has happened. And it felt like such grace when they said, that's okay, whenever you're ready, we want you to take this job. Ah, it was such a gift. So in 2004, I started working in partnership with the Longmont, Colorado Police Department and I uh, coordinated restorative justice processes. I became a facilitator then, and hearing people start from a place of anger, frustration, fear, and get to the point that they are ready and willing to come face-to-face -face with either the people who have caused them harm or the people that they have harmed, because depending on which role we're in in that moment, um, it's difficult to say yes, to choose to come to these conversations. But every time I get to facilitate these processes, I watch human beings come together in a way that we just don't get to do very many places in the world. And what happens in those processes changes lives. It truly addresses and heals harm. So I fell completely in love with restorative justice practices, and it is what I have dedicated my life to. I love facilitating. I love training people to do this work, and I love sharing these stories with you. It is so exciting to me that we are going to be listening to people's stories and you are going to get to hear what restorative justice practices can do for all of us, for any of us who have experienced harm. So again, I want to invite you to please like us on Facebook at the Restorative Justice Chronicles and follow us on Instagram at the.rjchronicles. And if you have a story or you would like a facilitator for something that you've experienced, please reach out to me at deb at rjchronicles.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.